Are you a woman in business who is searching for clarity right now? Maybe that means clarity surrounding your goals, vision, next offer, or even a professional pivot. I know all too well how stressful it can feel when you aren't sure what the next step is. That's why I created a tool that I wish I had when I was in the depths of uncertainty in my business. The 60-day Clarity Journal was born out of my own personal experience in seeking clarity about my new business adventures. All it took was some intentional and dedicated time to get my, at time, fragmented thoughts onto paper so that they could eventually make sense for me to move forward. No matter where you are in your business journey, find your home in this journal and let it serve as a tool to help you get unstuck and back into action. You can grab the journal from Amazon by clicking on the link in the show notes. I think using a plug and play formula invented by someone else is not helpful because you're trying to fit a mold that maybe isn't right for you and your brand. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi six-figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, I have Lindsay Hyatt with me. Lindsay is a copywriter and marketing strategist who has supported corporate brands in a variety of industries for 15 years. She knows what she's doing. She is also the owner of Lindsay Hyatt Co., and she's a certified mindset and business coach for creative entrepreneurs. She also has recently launched her own podcast, which I am following. You should too. We'll put it in the show notes. It is called Reprogramming with Lindsay Hyatt. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. I'm so excited. We've been trying to get on here a couple of times. We've rescheduled. We're here now. I can't wait to talk to you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It was worth the wait. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, it was worth the wait. So Lindsay, why don't we just dive straight in? And I just briefly said, you're a copywriter, you have a marketing background, you have a podcast. What got you to this place? Tell us a little bit about your background. It is a winding, winding journey to get me here. (laughs) But um, so I started as a copywriter, first job out of college, and I was writing radio commercials for four different radio stations under one umbrella. That's how I learned about brand voice. And it really allowed me to also learn about selling through the radio. Um, So that set the foundation for me in my career. And then in the next few jobs, I got deeper into marketing. So I learned about campaigns and launching and events and how it all played together in this bigger picture. 
Um, I had a few bad experiences <laughs> with, with some toxic work environments, uh, unfortunately, and that kind of sent me running in the other direction. Um, and I ran right into my other interest, which was education. Um, I ended up going and getting my master's in education and becoming a teacher for a few years, which was um, a wonderful experience. I worked with fifth graders and kindergartners, total total ends of the spectrum. Um, and I love teaching, but I kept find, finding myself being sucked back into wanting to do the creative work um, and missing writing. Writing has always been at the heart of it for me. So eventually, um, I actually got back into marketing and some more facets of marketing. I started working at an automotive dealership and doing some marketing for them. I worked at um, an engineering firm and did some marketing for them. So I've had the opportunity to really see how marketing works in all its different forms in so many different industries. Um, but I was fortunate because it laid the groundwork for me to really be able to jump in and do any kind of copywriting and see it more as just writing words as part of this bigger picture. So that's how I got into marketing and copywriting. And I knew that when I launched my business in 2021, I wanted to start with copywriting because writing is my first love. You know, out of everybody that I've interviewed and in a lot of conversations, most people don't actually start and study what they are ending up doing, which is really cool. I mean, it shows that you have the credibility. You've been doing this for a long time. You have the education in it. It's why you've been doing this for 15 years and you're successful at it. I stumbled into marketing like by default. I like to write, didn't study it. Uh, I've had like specific roles and responsibilities, even in the corporate world where I did it. But I'm always intrigued by people who this is this has always been their career and their passion. And now you're, you know, you stepped out of the corporate world in order to create something for yourself. And I and I love it. So okay, copywriting, that's a buzzword. Mm -hmm. I hear it. Honestly, I had not really heard it until I stepped into the entrepreneurial space. For our listeners who have heard the word and they think they know what it is, but they don't really, which honestly, I'm going to put myself in that category because when I think of it, it's like writing good, writing mm -hmm. with great brand message. And I'm sure that's part of it. But what exactly is copywriting? So I kind of think of copywriting as an as an art almost. Um, and I always refer to I, I always like to refer to Mad Men. It's one of my favorite shows, but it's it's advertising writing. Basically, at its heart, that's what it started as. And it's the art of writing in a persuasive way. So you're persuading people to do something, to take an action, to buy something. And that's where copywriting got its start. Um, so when people talk about copy versus content, copy is really more sales writing and content is more informative and educational typically. So that's how I like to think of it. And you're not alone because I still have people in my own friends and family network who don't understand what I do. Um, and so it's something that, you know, I talk about a lot because there's some confusion around it. Yeah, that's helpful. I've I that helped me because I have often wondered like what is the difference between copy cuz I'll use it casually and I'm like do I even know that I'm saying it correctly versus content. And so that leads me kind of to my nef next direction. Are there different styles or like how do you know what direction to go with in copywriting especially with your clients? Mhm. Mm 
and I will say people use content and copy interchangeably all the time. It's really not a big issue, but there is that distinction. Um, there are, in my opinion, there's two main kind of styles that I tend to think about for copywriting. And I kind of tend to categorize it. This is just me. The old style of copywriting, which is very, very based in persuasion and pain points. And it's, it feels very formulaic to me, but that is how copywriting started in the 50s and in the 60s when brands were spending money to know their audience better and know how to push their buttons in order to get them to take an action. I personally have found a newer way of copywriting that I prefer that feels much more intuitive and it spends more time getting to know the audience and really digging into the voice of customer, actually what our customers and audience are saying that they need help with and that they need um, support or they need a solution for, and actually using their own words in the copy that you're creating. Um, and I also find that when you get to really know whether it's your brand or a client's brand, you are better able to pull from a place of intuition by just knowing their customer, knowing who what their brand is and what they stand for, their values, their their mission, and kind of bringing that all together in a place where you can authentically create a message that resonates. So mm -hmm. that's a lot of mm -hmm. big woo words, but I find in 2023 and beyond, I feel that we are going in a direction where we're connecting with people on a deeper level than just persuading them based on their pain points. Now, there's also actually several different types of copywriting, like an almost an endless amount. So you have B2B, business to business, B2C, business to customer, direct response copywriting, SEO copywriting, and now you know there's a lot of AI-supported copywriting. So there's so many different kinds of copywriting. Um and, you know, you can even specialize in industries. I have a friend that's a pet industry copywriter. I mean, you can really take it in so many directions, which is cool. So I, I love the concept. I mean, as someone who loves to write myself, I am also in contact with many people who are don't love to write, maybe not skilled at writing, or they don't do it well enough to where they're bringing in business or getting to that deep level. And so when you are able to do that for people, like what kind of prep work are you having to do? I would imagine you have to really get into the brains of these people and understand like what kinds of questions are you asking and what kind of research are you doing in order to get inside of their world to be able to create content for them and their future clients. Mm hmm. Yeah, I would say and if you if you have worked with a copywriter or, you know, a content writer who just kind of like, okay, tell me what to write. That's probably not somebody who's going to spend enough time with you to get to know you and your brand or your offer, or what you want to bring to the world. There's a ton of research that actually has to be done. Um, like I mentioned, the voice of customer data, and that's where you actually can interview past clients or future clients to find out what they need and what they're struggling with. Um, there's research that can be done online in social media groups, in reviews, especially like maybe you're a restaurant, you go into the Yelp reviews, what are people saying? These are just valuable nuggets <laughs> of information for you to gather. Um, so there's the part about really knowing your audience, but then there's also the part that I really love uh, to work with clients on, which is their personal brand and truly knowing 
who they are and what they stand for and how they want to show up is just as important as knowing the audience, in my opinion. So um, the more reflection and time and data that you have to put into your messaging, the better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's so key. And it leads me to what I was thinking in my head. And I think you've pretty much answered it. But if you want to expand upon it, if someone's listening here and they're thinking, I'm, I think I need help in this area, but this person doesn't know me, what are the benefits of that, of having someone with a fresh set of eyes who is truly an expert in this? This is what they do for a living or, or one offer of what they do. What are the, the benefits to that small business owner or that entrepreneur to have someone who's, who's freshly coming in and seeing it from an outsider's perspective? Yeah, there's so many benefits to having an expert, um, a copywriter or a strategist get your eyes, get their eyes on your brand. And the obvious one, as you mentioned, is just having somebody else who's not in it all the time like you are kind of give you that uh, bigger picture and see things that you might not be able to see yourself, maybe superpowers of yours or um, or places that you can uniquely enter the market that is is not being filled right now. Um so I think that it's really helpful to have somebody kind of on your side to do that. And messaging, in my opinion, obviously I am biased, but I think that the messaging is the most important part of your business, maybe even more so than visuals, which I think are a close second. But if your message is off or it's going towards the wrong audience, um, your response will be off. And if it's not clear, people aren't going to spend the time to figure it out. If you sound like everyone else, you're going to get lost in the sea of of everybody else's message. So I think when you have when you work with somebody who understands the big picture of how your messaging fits into an overall strategy, it can really connect everything and make it magical for your brand. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think just having that support and somebody to bounce ideas off of and see things differently is really helpful. It reminds me of a coaching relationship in a way. And I know we're both, you know, in that realm as well, where when you work with someone who is not in the business with you, but is invested in your success and is an outsider and can come in, they often can see things that you can't see. They can see direction. That's why you hire a coach or a strategist. And so I think it's probably the same with with this. It's someone who's coming in who is able to see your business from kind of a bird's eye view or from the outside and looking in as even maybe in some instances a, a potential ideal client. You know, like I know I've worked with people where I'm like, we're working together. And I'm like, listen, I could be your ideal client. So use me because I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for. And so, you know, I, I think it's it's so fascinating to me. And it's a newer world that honestly, before I met you last year, I had not really come in contact with a lot of copywriters. You know, when people are showing up on social media or in their website or in their emails list, What do you find, I I would imagine as a copywriter and someone who's like been in this world, you read things and you're like, if that person only knew if she had just done it this way, I would imagine that that would probably be like a blessing and a curse to be like talented at something like this and just say, oh, if she had just done it this way. Um, What are some maybe mistakes or areas that people commonly, you see them doing 
where if they just were to make some tweaks, it would be a completely different message. Yeah. It's so funny you said that. It just reminded me of a client that I worked with. I love her so much and I get her emails. And the one email that she sent out one night, I just happened to be scrolling through my email and I I clicked on her email and read it. And I'm thinking, did she write this? It didn't even sound like her. And I know her very well. I know her brand voice. And I was like, something is up here. So I actually reached out to her via DM and was like, hey, um, I just wanted to know if you wanted me to write your emails for you. <laughs> because I know I know her brand so well. And I'm like, this. I thought somebody else was doing it because it didn't sound like her. And she's like, oh my God, yes, I hate doing it. And I could feel that through her email. She, I, I, It just didn't even sound like her. So I mean, I think that when you're not feeling connected to, maybe you're somebody who doesn't love to write or you're overthinking it. I think that's a big one. I think a lot of people get in their own way because they're worried that it has to be perfect. Um, my first, just this is across the board advice. There's no such thing as perfection. And the, the more you write, the better you're going to be. Um, all writers started writing somewhere. And if you find their first pieces, they're all crap. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to start somewhere. Um, so that was just a, a story that reminded me of that story that if you're not feeling like passionate about doing the actual writing, it's going to come out and people can tell. Um, other tips, I see people regurgitating what's already been said by a hundred other people. Um, and I mean, I know there's only so many ways you can see things, but I think using a plug and play formula invented by someone else is not helpful because you're trying to fit a mold that maybe isn't right for you and your brand. Um, also these days, I find it painfully obvious to see when people are doing a copy and paste of AI generated copy or content. And while I think AI is super important uh, going forward and we have to get comfortable with incorporating it into our lives and how we do business, um, I think it's a great tool to use for research and ideation um, even exploring voice of customer data, giving you more insights on that. But I think it's a it's a good starting place if you're writing your own copy. Um, but I don't think you should be copying and pasting it because it all really sounds the same right now. So my advice would be spend more time with yourself. Spend more time with your brand. Spend more time with your audience and just listen. That's really uncomfortable, especially for a lot of us creatives, coaches, doers out there who just want to like do the thing. Take some time and write down things that inspire you, things that, you know, ideas that come to you. We've we've both talked about putting something in your notes uh, after you take a shower. That's one of my favorite times. Um, but like get out your, your own thoughts and your own experiences because nobody else has that lens that you have it from. Um, and I think that that's where you really start to connect more and resonate with your audience because they know it's your, it's from you. And you, there's passion behind it. So I think that that's, that's the best way to do it. And just throw it out there. Hit publish. Don't, don't worry. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can always try on the next one. It's great advice. I, I saw myself in a lot of actually what you were saying. And I think sometimes we have to do it that way in the beginning to understand like one, it's not resonating with other people, but more importantly, it's not resonating with us. I have it's been an interesting journey from moving from semi-entrepreneurship with network marketing where there was a structure 
And there was something, you know, there was marketing to pull from to truly working for myself and having to create a brand and know what I, and it is a continuous journey of, I love writing and I think I'm talented at writing, but I just was saying to my own coach last week, I don't know why I'm overthinking this. And it was like some form of messaging. And she said, you know, her advice was, you know, like go back to the customer journey, like where's this person at? And it really comes down to like knowing who you are and being super clear. And I, I think, yes, being talented at probably writing probably helps too. And that's where hiring someone who can put the words together that sound good um, will, will save a lot of time and energy and hopefully speed up the progress to your growing your business. It's interesting you said AI because honestly, I was so resistant to that world until about two months ago when it was built into something that mm-hmm. I'm using now. And I clicked the button and I was like, ooh, (laughs) this is fun. But, and there's different personalities. It's like you can do friendly, you can do professional, you can do um, playful. And it, 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 you're right. Like it is, it could be a very easy out for a lot of people, but if it doesn't sound like you, people are going to pick up on it. And I've been guilty of doing things like that where after I read, I'm like, that is not me. That's not (laughs) me. And I think it also to your point, it's so easy, especially on social media to see what other people are posting and getting responses from and Mm. thinking, I need to write like that. I need to have a call to action like that. I need, or man, I don't have a story like that. I can't be successful. And so I think it's, it's amazing that you do the work that you do, but you also impact people's mindset around it, which you're welcome to talk about as well, because I know that's really important to you. Uh, And you talk a lot in your podcast about just reprogramming things. Is there anything you can say when you like, do you work with people who need that level of support in order to get clear on who they are so that their messaging can be clear to the other people? If that makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Obviously, being somebody who's very invested in mindset, I've seen what an impact it can have to shift your mindset around your business, your life. I mean, I feel like that's more than half of the puzzle is your mindset Um, because tied in with mindset is confidence. And if we're not feeling confident about what we're doing, and we we all have those moments, um, and it's a roller coaster. If we don't ha- if we don't do the mindset work around being more comfortable in our skin and being more comfortable with maybe making a mistake or be- being more comfortable with intuitively communicating in a way that feels good to us, even if it's not what the other people are doing, I think that's where that's where the goods are. Like if you can get to that place where you're just like, "This is me, and this is what I'm about, and this is what my brand does, and this is how I can help you." I think that that piece is really what holds a lot of people back from success because having a strategy is important, but I think that you can have a hundred strategies for whatever you're doing, but you're going to keep ending up in the same place if you don't do the work around accepting yourself. (laughs) And I just think that mindset just plays, a lot of people kind of poo-poo it as like, oh, you know, that's nice. It's very woo. And, you know, I'll get to that later. But right now I need the strategy so I can make money. Well, 
I really think that you're holding yourself back from the potential of great success, great wealth, all of these things, because your own doubts and worries are getting in the way. So Mm -hmm. I, I find that, um, especially with some of the new work that I'm doing in personal branding, that is a major, major piece of it. It, it really does go hand in hand. When you work with people or small businesses, do you tend to have long-term clients or is it something where people can kind of learn what you're doing and start to apply it? What what is What do you commonly see? Or you're just like, I'm here for your business for life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am I'm a relationships girl. Like I always joke my husband and I met and we were kind of like having a fling, which is so unlike <laughs> me. <laughs> but I must something in me must have known. But like I I'm a lifer. Like I <laughs> I love to meet people and if we click, like I love to support them through all the journeys that they're going through. So, my favorite way to work is, you know, maybe I'll come on for a project or two with somebody and I I want to know you. I want to know your brand because I think when you're, when you have that support of somebody like, you know, I always say, I want to be your copywriter of choice. I want to be your, your strategist of choice because I know you and I know, I know what makes you tick. I know how you speak. I know, you know, what your goals and dreams are. And I can find ways to, you know, support you on, on every level of that. So that's my favorite way to work with people. But certainly as a former teacher, I also love people to have uh, to be empowered to do it themselves. If that's something that they want to do, I think, um, writing is something that we tend to take for granted. And I also think, you know, say you're, say you're building a website and you're like, well, I can't build, I can't like, I'm not a graphic designer. I can't build my, like people are like, more willing to work with a designer because they they don't know how to do it or they don't want to spend the time. But everyone's like, well, I'm, I can write, everyone can write, you know? So becoming a better writer is something that I really think uh, is empowering for people. So I love to play that role too. Yeah. That all makes sense to me. And I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of if you're not particularly skilled at, like it's not your zone of genius and, or you don't have the time to do it invest the money into somebody who will, because it's going to save you ultimately time and money down the line. And you're going to grow your business. If you hire the right person, like Lindsay faster, (laughs) you know, then that goes, it's a great example with, you know, website design or or branding or what, even hiring a coach or a strategist of like someone who's gone before you knows and is skilled and is, is, is invested in you and your growth. And, you know, I, I do see this as a relationship building, it's just like anything else. Like the more that you grow, they're going to grow with you and they're going to learn mm-hmm. your style. And I just think that it's, it's such a, a, a cool thing to know that somebody is able to do that for your business and it will help you grow. One of the things I love about your social media uh, when I'm, I'm following you is you are very, in, in my opinion, very unapologetic about who you are and you have a very bold voice. Do you feel like that is important for people to, and we've, we've touched on obviously of like, be who you are, but do you feel like there's rules when it comes to social media content copy with staying inside of a box and playing it safe per se, or shine bright, be bold, say what you want to say. If you have, if you like to curse, curse, you know, like you and I have talked about this conversation. That's like, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? 
when it comes to actually writing copy, because I know what my opinion is. And I I think you're probably going to say the same answer, but I'm curious for our listeners to hear what, what you have to say about that. Yeah. I think that rules really box us in to feeling like we have to do things a certain way or the shoulds of (laughs) whether it's writing or showing up on social media. Um, And again, not to bring it back to mindset, but I think mindset is going to be a big player here because if you're not in a place where you just are feeling confident and we don't every day, but like you can pull from that inner place of like, just knowing like, I got this, I'm talented, I have experience and I'm here to help people. And knowing that um, if you don't have that, it's going to get in the way of what you're posting how you're showing up and feeling like I have to follow these rules because these people who are already successful are doing it this way. And this is what I think people want to hear. But the truth is they want you. They want you. That's why they're following you because there's a hundred billion copywriters, but, (laughs) but people may want to follow me for something that I show up as online. And I am a believer in just being you and and however that feels comfortable. So for me, for me, I have a little bit of a theatrical <laughs> side, okay? Uh, that's from my background in the- musical theater. I can't help it. It's part of me. Um, but not everyone has that. And some people are more introverted and, and that's all fine. You can still show up in a way that is comfortable for you in your pajamas or, <laughs> or fully made up if that's what makes you comfortable. There are no rules. It's about what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think to add to that, I mean, the more you show up as you, the more you're going to attract people who are meant for you in your life and in your business. So I love that answer. Is there anything we've talked about a lot of different things? Is there anything that we have left out when it comes to copywriting or mindset, the blend of two that you could leave our listeners with, with regards to their own copy or content or knowing it's time to invest in a copywriter? I think if you're feeling a lot of frustration, you'll know that. Um, As you mentioned, some people, their zone of genius isn't the creative part. It isn't the writing or or the designing or the visuals. And I think that it's okay to give yourself permission to ask for help. And whether it's a small piece of it, like you're hiring a VA or... um, you know, you want to work with a copywriter on your emails or something, just a bite-sized piece to give you more time and confidence back into putting into your zone of genius, whatever that is. I think that you're going to immediately feel some relief and probably some new excitement for your business and what you're working on. Because when somebody comes in and whether it's the VA with their, you know, systems that maybe that's not your thing or uh, a, a writer who can say, I see all of this potential for you in your messaging um, or a coach who can maybe help you think of things differently and give you new perspectives. It's going to revitalize what you're doing and give you the time back that is so important to build the business that you want to build. So I would say that if, if writing in messaging or even the marketing strategy as a whole is something that you're just feeling really unsure about. It doesn't hurt to connect with somebody, have a discovery call or have a, have a one-time session even just to kind of get your thoughts 
uh, strained out, you might find after talking with somebody that you're on the right track and that could give you that boost of confidence that you need to go forward. Or it can give you the opportunity to say, oh yeah, I really... I really do want this support and this really could help grow my business in a way that is more authentically me. So that would be my advice. And, you know, I think building your personal brand, it's it's so much bigger than just the messaging, but the messaging is at the heart of it. And when you have a solid foundation for your business on top of a personal brand that is all yours, you're going to sustain so much longer than some of the other people who are doing the plug and play thing, because no matter what happens in the world or in business or in trends, your personal brand will be there and it will keep things afloat even when things get hard. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's sitting here thinking like, I think that's me, I feel stuck. I, I attract a lot of people who are stuck in some area mm-hmm. in their business and they're looking for clarity. You know, How can they connect with you or what types of offers do you have where they could connect with you and maybe see if it would be a good fit? Yeah, sure. So I'm, as I say, I'm on social media way too much. Uh, (laughs) Boundaries is what I'm working on this year. No, I'm on Instagram at the Lindsay Hyatt. You'll find me there doing whatever I'm doing that day. Um, Or on LinkedIn, Lindsay Hyatt. Um, You can visit lindsayhyatt.com and there you will see um, some of my updated offers, which is, I'm really excited about them. Um, A great place to start is what I call a dream session. It's a one-hour session where we really lay out what it is that you want, not what you should be doing. Um, It's it's getting to the heart of the thing that you want to do next. So I've had people who have clarified a book idea. I've had people... (laughs) I had people who were just feeling kind of dissatisfied in their life and wanted to do some traveling. And then she ended up leaving her husband and has a whole new life. <laughs> I felt <laughs> I feel weird about that, but it was a good thing. It was a good thing. For her. Um, so in these one hour sessions, we've had these incredibly monumental shifts that really put you on the path to what your, what your dream is and getting a roadmap ready. So there's that and then my brand new package is called Reinvention. I'm so excited about it. And it's perfect for either marketing professionals or creative service providers um, who are in the corporate space that are maybe interested in leaving corporate and starting their own business or a side hustle or even other entrepreneurs who have been at it for a while in their own businesses, but something's feeling off and it's not connecting and it's just feeling like it's not working anymore. Reinvention is a way to finally bring out the personal brand that's always been inside of you. And like I said, is going to lay that foundation for you to be successful long-term. So all of that's at lindsayhyatt.com. And I would love to chat with you anytime. Love it. Well, we'll put all of this information in the show notes, you guys. Make sure you check out her podcast. Again, it's Reprogramming with Lindsay Hyatt, where you can hear more about well, you can just hear more of Lindsay if you want to like listen to her voice more. But obviously, you go connect with her on social media. And if you feel called to reach out and chat with her about copywriting or different dream sessions or any of the other things that she offers, then we'll put that information in the show notes as well. Lindsay, thank you so much for all this value. It was really helpful. I learned a lot personally, and I know it's going to really benefit a lot of our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. Hey friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. 
so much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Lacone.